I got a show at the Buzz Mill the day before Thanksgiving. I don't actually know the date because I am irresponsible, but it's a Wednesday. I know that because Thanksgivings are on Thursdays. Hell yeah. Do you want a sound check? Sure. Man, what are you doing at YJ? Uh, I do door. Nice. Yeah. I worked at door at LD for a long time. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. You know Logan? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the homie homie. Yeah, his girlfriend told me he knew you. So I met you in LA with Sam Harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Sam Harder tweeted a photo of you and me that Logan showed his girlfriend. Yeah. And Logan's girlfriend, wife, I guess, huh? Mm -hmm. Was like, oh, I grew up with them. And she's like, I went to Europe with them. Oh, and yeah. I was like, sick. <laughs> I was yeah, like, sick, sick, dude. Yeah, Brittany. Yeah, she's tight. Yeah, she's so nice. And yeah. all those people. It's really cool. Ran a small world. Yeah. <laughs> what I like is Logan and I both are like, finance chicks? Finance chicks. <laughs> I talked about that one time. I was like, dating up? Dating up. Oh, yeah, dude. It's sick. <laughs> Always locked down a situation like that. <laughs> yeah, dude, definitely, for sure. I'm That's trying to do the same thing right now. Marry up or find a rich woman? Yeah, dude, yeah. trying to. I was fucking dating this lawyer, and I fucked it all up. What happened? I just fucking fucked it up. I'm just, uh, I was like, oh, this is too good. I'm just going to fuck this up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, been there. When I first started dating my chick, I sweat through my sleep, like, right, like, like body, <laughs> like, super, super sweaty. And we stayed at the super nice place, like, her mom's friend's house, or her mom's extra house in Houston. And they had these, like, bamboo-ass sheets that feel like Under Armour. And I didn't sweat on them. And so she was like, told her mom and her mom bought them. They were like fucking like $600 sheets. Damn, so now crazy. we sleep on sheets that are specially designed for my sweaty body. That's sick. I couldn't look back. This was years ago. I could not go back to normal sheets. <laughs> I would ruin them. And what's the threat count on those things? I think it's like, it's all pressed from one unit. I don't even think it's fabric. I think it's pressed from one like <laughs> composite material. It's, it feels like Under Armour. Yeah. Like it's the same, I mean, it's gotta be a little different. You know what I mean? Like the the stretchy, like sweat flicking material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all that. <laughs> yeah, you could pee on it, just slide right off. You fucking wear it in the ocean. Mm hmm. I use it as a bodysuit sometimes. I get all my sheets from Walmart. I try to steal them. Nice. You just put them under your shirt? No, nah, I just go to the self checkout and don't, and don't scan them. Nice. And then whenever people try to ask me for my receipt, I just guilt trip them in, into. Why didn't you ask the people in front of me uh, what's different? And then I guilt trip them into some kind of weird, like, judgment thing. And then I just walk away. A bunch of shit. <laughs> just dunking on those yeah. old greeters. Listen, Elaine. Yeah. <laughs> I know I look like a guy who's stealing because I am. <laughs> oh, you think you're so fucking smart. Yeah. That's but, actually basic. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone yeah. knows that. But if you're going to do your job, do it fully, not just to me. You know? <laughs> I was one time working an event in LA, or I guess like out like Rancho Cucamonga area, where I had to go and buy like random shit from Walmart. And because I'm buying stuff like hundreds of dollars multiple times a day with a, like a credit card, it looks suspicious to them. Yeah, and so for they, sure. They'd come up to me when I was leaving, and they would always like ask me for my receipt, even though it's like, dude, like I'm here for work. You know what I mean? Like I'm not stealing from Walmart. Like I'm working. Yeah. And I would always lose it. 
I would like, they'd come up to be like, hey, can I get your receipt? I'd be like, no, you can't get your receipt. Fuck, how fucking dare you? I'm working. I'd like say that while walking, like waving the stuff. <laughs> One time a dude came up and he's like, excuse me, sir, I work for Walmart and flashed a loss prevention badge. <laughs> That's I was like, crazy. Dude, you're going to get shot for that. Yeah, that no <laughs> shit. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> yeah, what a fucking moron. Listen, I'm going to need your badge and your bad <laughs> attitude turned in. This is Walmart firing their loss prevention guys. Listen, I'm going to need your badge and, and your wife's boyfriend's cell turned in. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I remember one time I went to Walmart like super late when they used to be 24 and I went there like 2 a.m. just grabbing shit. And there was definitely security dude following me for aisles like everywhere. And then finally I was just like, yo, what the fuck are you doing, dude? And then I was like, I want to talk to a manager right now. And I was like, I'm not leaving this aisle until I get to a manager. And they came, brought me over and I was like, yeah, man, I don't understand, dude. I was like, why this guy's following me every aisle? I was like, I'm not stealing anything. Everything I have is large. And when I went to this whole rant and the guy was just like, I'm so sorry. We're just going to go ahead and anything you're grabbing, we're just going to put it on the house. I'm like, I'm not done shopping though, man. And I was like, I'm going to grab some shit. And I was just getting all kinds of things I don't even fucking use. Like, I don't know, man. Crayons, fucking <laughs> irons. Like, you know what I mean? Just like, got three cast irons, yeah. enamel cover. <laughs> I'm actually going to grab a TV right now, dude. But What was going on in that guy's life that he was like, dude, I am not arguing this. Yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. Whatever you want in yeah. this store is yours, The sir. overnight Walmart shift that was going on, dude. <laughs> the overnight Walmart. He Take knew, whatever you want, Yeah, man. He already knew the deal, dude. He's probably been through so much. That dude's seen pain, man, on a, a level we don't even understand. Man, that, I, my friend Fabian, when I was in like high school age, his girlfriend managed a PacSun at the mall. And the thing was, she'd be like, come in, pretend like you're gonna buy something, damage it, say it's damaged, and I'll give it to you for free. And like me and my friends did that so much that like PacSuns did like an investigation on her store. And like there was like yeah. fucking federal agents there doing like a fraud investigation. <laughs> Just because we were going in and like, hey, these skinny jeans are ripped, Katie. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> my friend used to work at Vans in the mall. And he he hit us all up one day and was like, yo, I'm quitting. Everyone will come take shoes. And we all just took a bunch of shoes. And like two days later, he was like, oh man, uh, so I'm actually getting like uh, sued kind of by Vans and I got to like pay all this shit back. I'm like, well, yeah, dude, you had to steal like a thousand dollars worth of shit. I don't know how you thought that was going to go. But, There's a limit. Yeah, I'm There's a number yeah. on it too. You know it, yeah, right? <laughs> I'm definitely going to not give these back. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, this is just throwing a fucking pebble at it. You got a mountain. I'm not going to give you these shoes back. Yeah, dude. Dude, I remember I used to work at Urban Outfitter seasonally and it was like me and like six or seven of my friends would get hired. What's funny is my best buddy Chris wouldn't steal and had no idea that everyone else was stealing. But other Chris and like all the other dudes that were getting hired at fucking Urban Outfitters, they were getting hired to steal. Like to fucking loot it. Loot it. Like put on like eight or nine layers of clothes every shift and walk out like to see how much we could steal. But like Sick. our buddy had no idea and was like got like a lead, a lead position and was like really excited to move up at Urban Outfitters. And me and all my friends were like, dude, we're – we can yeah. now work here more than a couple months. Like, we yeah. have all stolen thousands of dollars of shit. Like, we have to get yeah. out of here. Yeah. Did that, that two years in a row. You still that guy from Sonic to go work at Urban Outfitters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, I used to, I mean, I, I don't anymore because I have, like, an office job. But whenever I worked service industry for years, I would always tell people and, like, rate jobs on how good it was to steal from. And, like, I remember when I got to Juiceland and I found out yeah. you could do this thing at Juiceland where it was like a payout for ice because you buy ice next door at every juice land all the time. Where as long as it's less than $10, you can just do a payout. And I was like, guess what, bro? I'm buying ice every day. And I was just buying ice every day. I was like, yeah, dude, we're out of ice. We That's need more sick. ice. And I tell people, I'm like, yo, not only can you take whatever supplements you want, 
all your grocery store for like vegetables and fruit literally a cash tip every day <laughs> dude, i love a good scam there's nothing i love in the world more than a scam dude. yeah um, this dude just got fired on my job for the sick ass scam where he was asking the boss for a, an advance for like two months on all his checks and then giving away all his shifts so he was getting paid and then not having to work and the bar was paying twice because they were paying him in advance and then paying the person that was covering for him that's tight. and i was like dude it took him like two and a half months before they found out Dude. I was like, dude, this dude got so much free cash. It's so <laughs> fucking sick. And at one point, he was just working another job. I was like, this is fucking genius, dude. And if he got fired, well, who fucking cares? He has another job already. He Man. heard about passive income. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is the definition of passive income. Dude, that's so... I wonder how, after like the first week he did it, if he was like, shit, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I used to do the same shit. When I was like 19, I used to work at Whole Foods. And then I got this other job. Uh, doing like baking at this vegan spot. So what I would do on Mondays and Tuesdays, I was the only person in the bakery. And this other old lady was the only person who worked. She did the counter. Her name was Jackie, Miss Jackie. And her whole deal was like, I straight up told her one day, I was like, Miss Jackie, I got a side job. Uh, if I could just get away for two or three hours, it would make my whole night easier. Cause it was a split shift. I would go in four hours before I went to Whole Foods and I would go work eight hours and then go in four hours at night. And so she was like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Her whole thing, she would just wanted, because it was on Tuesday, she wanted a box of two for Tuesdays from Popeyes. That's all she wanted every week. And she would, Fair co and she would cover me because the way Whole Foods worked is like the job was only eight minutes from Whole Foods. And also, if anybody asked for me, I could just be like, tell them I'm on break. I'll be back in 15 minutes tops. And then I can cover, I can make up some bullshit. Oh, I was just on my break or whatever, you know? Because Monday and Tuesdays, there was hardly anything to do. I just basically bullshitted the whole shifts anyway. No, and, they're gonna fucking look for you. Either. Yeah, not at all, dude. And that shit lasted for like eight months before oh, I just fucking yeah. got fired from Whole Foods for, for some other shit. That's good. <clears throat> got fired for fucking, uh, it was goddamn Valentine's Day and had to do like 500 cookies with different, bullshit writing on them i got down to the last hundred and i just couldn't think of any phrases anymore so i just wrote don't go on a hundred cookies and for and for some reason they they thought that wasn't they just lost it they was like this is it and they thought i don't know i was like yo valentine's day isn't good for everybody there's gonna be statistically a hundred people that need this cookie you know but just yeah. as a numbers game yeah. you guys are dumb for not wanting this Man, yeah we're fucking hell. yeah they were not fucking with the don't go when I worked at Juiceland, I found out that the building that they rented from, all the office workers got a gym membership pass for the gym in Frost Tower. And so I went to my manager's computer and from his email address, emailed the manager of the building and was like, hey, I need guest pass, I need uh, gym memberships for all the corporate team here at Juiceland. Yeah. Their names are, and then gave the list of everyone sick. that worked with. And so I showed up for work one day, I was like, yo, everyone has a gym membership now. That's And so when I'd sick. steal, people would be like, yo, JT got us the gym membership. Yo, like, that's people sick. would see me come in and be like, yo, I got six smoothies for my friends outside. They'd be like, yeah. That's sick, dude. <laughs> what's, what's so tight is, uh, for a while, there was this chick, Allison, uh, she's a comic. She's like a personal trainer. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I have access to like a really nice gym with the sauna. If you do a little free personal training for me, yeah. I'll let you Fuck into my yeah, gym. Dude. And so I was like getting double come ups there. It was great. Good barter. Man. I love a good barter. Oh, man. Yeah, my homie used to work at, long, uh, at Papa John's and we would just call in a pizza and then call it in wrong. And then he would cancel it and then get to take it, bring it home at the end of the night. And that lasted for months, too, before they fired him for I it. I bet. Before they discovered it. But, yeah, dude, that shit worked all the time. I know a guy who used to do that at Waterloo Ice House. Hell yeah. from Waterloo Ice House? Yeah. So, so my buddy Jelly being in high school, he Sick worked name. at um, 
he worked at Waterloo Eye's house. And whenever he would come in hungover, because they always put him on a morning shift, but like basically he would put in he would put it in exactly how he wanted it. It's like a double cheeseburger with like a fried egg on top, which wasn't even on the menu. Take it out to the old lady that went there for breakfast. Is like this isn't the you know the chicken salad or whatever. And he's like, oh sorry, you know it's it's an early morning. Sorry, and because like it's already made, they're just like, well, you can either throw it out or eat it yourself. Hell and, yeah! But he would do it like weekly, and so that was his demise. I love <laughs> I love scams, dude. Man, there is a every restaurant you've ever worked at. If you get a cash, someone completely cashes out, you might risk it and be like. Yo, they walked out to your manager and see if they'll just cancel it out and you can keep that cash. <clears throat> I knew a chick that did that oh, yeah. so much, she got caught. And I was like, dude, how often do you have to do that for them to look at your numbers and then go back to the cameras? I'm like, and it was like dozens. Yeah. And I was like, that's tight. Dozens. I'm like, dude, you probably stole like thousands of dollars doing that yeah. over like four or five years. I was like, that's so sick. <laughs> like that long con that you played. Look, it's the fear of God in me. You want to make some fucking prank calls? Yeah. You can check it apart. Hello? Hi. Hello? Hello. Can I get some information on your climate control storage, please? Everything? Yes. Well, this seems a, this is going to be a big issue because my therapist told me to call so that I can finally get control of something in my life. And I thought, what better than climate? Almost as if, as if I'm playing God, you know? So if everything's rented, what am I supposed to do? Well, I guess you could try another facility. I could. But uh, that's a little out of my control, and I'm trying to control something right now. I don't... Well, can we give you the names of some other facilities? Is there... Yes. Okay, but, you can try gyms in West Columbia. Gyms? Uh-huh, or an extra attic in Brazoria. Have you been to Jim's restaurant? No. I don't know if you would like it or not. The pie is decent, but it's not great. What's your favorite pie? I don't like pie. Well, you've been absolutely no help at all. God damn. <laughs> I don't like pie. <laughs> the fucking pie thing. Okay, well, you're fucking heartless. God damn it. I don't like pie. Oh, you don't the love fucking... your kids or your husband either. Gotcha, God big damn, dog. the pie thing fucking broke me. <laughs> she said, I don't like pie. <laughs> that one was tough everything was rented it also broke me I was like well fuck where is this one going <laughs> everything is rented well howdy howdy hey hi how are you uh, I'm alright I've been better and I've been worse but uh, I'm a whole lot happier now that I'm chit chatting with you well I'll be asking the questions here alright okay. yeah well first I want to know what time did you show up at work today what time did I show up at work yes Okay. okay, so you were uh, a little bit late for your shift? Uh, no, I was on time. 
Okay. Well, I've been hearing that you were a little bit late for your shift, and I wanted to give you a call and tell you it's absolutely fine. There's not going to be any consequences for it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we are going to be docking your pay, though. Mm-hmm. I showed up one time, though, today. That's not what we're seeing here, and I, you know, you're not in trouble. You're not going to receive any consequences, although we are going to have to dock your pay. Okay. And you're actually going to have to owe us a little bit of money at the end of this paycheck because of how much we're docking you. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. So after this week, you are going to owe us $250. Do you know who this is? I do not. This is Steve Harvey. I'm the I'm a TV host. I host a radio show where I call local businesses and kind of goof around. Oh, nice. Are you familiar with my work? I hosted Family I'm Feud not. for a long time. I'm familiar with the person, but not the work. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I still have a TV show, and I actually run three daytime TV shows as well as a best-selling book. Uh -huh. And it's mostly just about training women, training women up right. But now I figure I'd start kind of working the floor, working the phones, making sure that no one goes, no whistle goes unwedded, if you will. We can always, yeah, you know, extend your horizons. Mm -hmm. I got news about my horizons. And what's that? They're huge. They're what? Huge. They're the size of a stinking mountain. That's how big my horizons are. It's in Mount Kilimanjaro. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll be asking the questions here. All right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you'll say yes, sir, when we talk from here on out. How does that sound? Um, I can say yes. You can say yes, sir. Okay. No. Yes, sir. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You must say yes, sir, to me. You must. You got to say yes, sir. You got to say it to me. Listen, buddy, you're going to be in big trouble. You got to be saying yes, sir, to me. Say it. Say it. Say it to me. Say yes, sir. Two words. Say them to me now. I'll be asking the questions here. You must say yes, sir, to me. Yes, you can. Legally, you're required to say it, or else you will face penalties in the court of law. Uh, not really. Yes, absolutely. Okay, um, I have to get back to work. Yeah, you know what your job is right now is to say yes, sir, to me. Man, one of the funniest things I've ever seen is my buddy's wife went into rehab, and she had never gone into rehab. He had never gone into rehab, and we went to visit her like day two or whatever. And he walks up to the like the reception rehab lady, and he goes, "Hey, so I'm trying to put money on my baby's books." And he's she's like, "Huh?" And he's like, "I want to put money on my baby's books," and she has no idea what he means because it's not a fucking prison. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, and she's like. I don't know if I can do that. And he thinks he's getting discriminated against. And he's like, no, we can do something. We can make something work here. What do we got to do? Am I paying tax on it? Am I paying double up on it? And, he's, and then finally she's like, 
we have a vending machine you can leave dollars for for her. And he's like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> he's like, I want to put money on her books. And this lady's like, that had no idea what that fucking means. <laughs> this is like a hospital. It's more like a hospital than what you're used Dude, to. Yo, that, that shit happened to me at a hospital once. I was in, actually last year, I was in the hospital and I was there and it was like the first night and I told the nurse who came in, I was like, I didn't get my slides. And they're like, what? And I was like, I didn't get my slides for the shower. And they're like, and she was like, honey, this isn't jail. And I was like, she's like, this is very sterile and clean. We clean it like for each visitor. I was like, oh, all right. Well, fuck. And I was like, can I still get some though? Like, I was just like, want some comfort. This shit feels good. Uh, I want a bologna sandwich with an <laughs> apple and pretzels, please. Can I get some top ramen? <laughs> uh, I remember one time I, had, I hadn't seen my family in a minute and I saw my aunt. And she was like, oh, mijo, your cousin's not doing too good. He's doing worse than the last time you saw him. And I was like, worse? The last time I saw him, the fool was in jail. <laughs> and she was like, oh, he's homeless now. And I was like, oh, fuck. Tell him to go back to jail. <laughs> what are you fucking doing? I know a place you could stay yeah, almost for free. It's a little better than being outside. Man, one time I was, I wanted to, so like if you skip bail and then you go back to jail within six months of your initial arrest, you can get your, pretty much your bond reinstated. And yeah. so, like, I had to go back to jail, but I didn't want a new charge, so I was trying to get arrested on the same warrant, so I go back to the jail, <laughs> and I'm like, hey, I need you guys to arrest me. And all the cops there are like, you should go see a lawyer, because they don't know I'm trying to get my bond reinstated, and they're all trying to tell me, like, go talk to a lawyer, you could get this like reinstated today like this is a really fucking small case like and i keep standing there being like no you will arrest me you fucking idiots arrest me you fucking idiots until finally the pigs are so like they're finally like okay man and like the, even the cops are like we don't want to arrest this guy he's really fucking annoying like, like we do not want to arrest this like 21 year old high voice little devil but they did baby i made him oh man i, man, I wish i had chasen's numbers ready he has some country family that, remember when I called his mom? Yeah. I told him that his that he used to be gay and his mom was like, no, it was good. <laughs> My mom thought I was gay once. Really? Yeah, I, worked, I used to work at this uh, tea house that was owned by this uh, gay dude. And he had a gay guy to San Antonio, like little booklets in the front of the restaurant. Mm -hmm. And one day he was like, yo, can you go mm -hmm. pick up uh, the like a stack of these from wherever and bring them to the spot? And I was like, oh yeah, for sure. And I picked them up and just forgot to take them in the restaurant. So they're in my car. And it just happened to be the same time. My mom was like, hey, I need to borrow your car because hers is like tired or something. So she got in the car. And then the next day, and it was also, this is like a perfect storm because also the same time my homie's parents got divorced. So he moved in with us. And she already always thought that we were like gay, always just like for some reason. So it was like a perfect storm of him. He moved in. She found this. And she was just like, did he move in because he's your boyfriend? And like, dude, she just like went crazy. Like Mexican women. Like, well, they're big. They fear two things, the devil and then their sons being gay. Yeah, that is like the, the devil yeah, to them. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the devil did that, actually. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Yeah, I'll never forget that. It's funny because it's like, yeah, well, his parents found out he's gay and they divorced each other. So yeah. it's, it's related, yeah. yeah. Man, I remember uh, in high school, Sony came out with this, like, little radio that you could, it was also an alarm and you can put a CD in it, and the CD would become your alarm. Yeah, I You could, those. like, set it or whatever, right? And so it was also when, like, burning CDs first started coming out. And so I burned a CD that was just porn noises and put it in my mom's Sony thing. <laughs> uh, she was fucking pissed, dude. <laughs> so good. It was, I couldn't wait to wake up the next day. Yeah, man, she was, that was a good prank. Dude, that's more bad boy than I'd ever pull. There's no <laughs> way. One time, 
my mom's hard of hearing and really southern so like it, there's a lot of reasons for her to not know what the word boner means yeah right you know what do you how do you say that in sign language right so it's like yeah. it's tons of reasons for her not to know that she didn't know what it meant when i was like 16 and she heard me say it and she asked what boner meant yeah and so i was like it's something you say when you high five like go get them yeah and she gave me a boner high five one time and i was Sick. like oh shit you're saying boner and then one day she calls me from work and she's freaking out and she's like I just said boner and high fived my coworker. She's a social worker. That's and she's sick. like, and my coworkers laughed in my face and said, why would you say that? And I, she said, I knew. I said, I, she said, I Googled it. And she said, I am humiliated. And she's like, I've said that to clients. I've said that to my bosses. I've said that to coworkers. Just saying, boner and high five and boner and high five and people. Unreal funny to me. But yeah, she didn't know what the word boner meant. Yeah, that's sick. And I'll tell people that, and the people will be like, people don't believe it. They'll be like, oh, how did your mom not know what boner? I'm like, there's a lot of reasons, but the point is, she did it. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Imagine a southern woman giving you a high five and saying boner. Yeah, mm. I definitely, uh, I fucked with my mom a lot in high school. It was fucked up. I got arrested when I was in middle school, and then I remember freshman year, I decided to prank her at work, telling her that I was, got arrested again and she had to come back to the fucking to the high school and she just lost and she worked in the office with a bunch of people and she just went off and then i was like hey i'm just joking and she's just like don't come home tonight and i was like Fuck. <laughs> that was the many of don't come homes yeah i got a lot of those i fucked up so bad it's like all right i get i get it <laughs> that's hella funny you gotta entertain yourself though one time my dad was so I, I like stayed out all night when I was like 17 or something. I was 17 because yeah, I was working at Starbucks. Stayed out all night just drinking or whatever and then rode my bicycle home before a shift and I got home like right at like 7.15 or something where my dad was waking up and he was like, did you just get home? And I was like, no, I woke up really early and went on a bike ride with my friends. And he was like, there's no way you <laughs> woke up at 5 a.m. and went on a bike ride with your friends. I was like, yeah, I did. We're training for a race. That's what we did this morning. We woke up and we went on a bike ride. And my dad was so tired and he had to get ready for work. He was like, that's just not true. You're lying to me. I was like, dad, I'm not lying, but I have to go shower and get ready for my job too. So we're both kind of, and he was like, it was one of the, like, he just backed down, never said anything about it again. But it was like this, like, fuck it. You can have this one. Yeah. Because he couldn't really put the fucking dot on it. Because I was sweaty from a bike ride, but I was, you know, riding my back home from guy named cameron kelly's house hell yeah mm -hmm. and good name yeah he hacked an iphone he had rich parents sick we went to a private school together that like my mom got worked at the school to get me and my sister in and his parents just like paid it was fucking like three thousand dollars a month to get a kid in there Whoa, that's they had two crazy. kids going at the same time so they're spending like 50 grand a year sending Fuck. their kids to school what do those kids do now probably something in tech they got to be living good to be honest like, fuck rich kids for sure, but you look at them by the time they're 30 and it's like, oh, you got your dad's friends to get you good jobs yeah, even if you don't sure. have a degree. That's what college is. They all win, yeah. yeah that's fucking crazy. They yeah. all win every yeah, time. Definitely. <laughs> every time. And it's like, you think of the kids, because especially like doing drugs and stuff, you think of like the rich kids that like got involved in drugs and rowdiness with like that outlet and it's yeah, like, it's yeah. very vacation-y. And then like you, I'm like, oh, dude, drugs fucked up my life. And I look at someone else and it's like, oh, that was like a little little caveat for you yeah and then your dad got you a job in the oil fields like it's like whoa okay that was like a yeah. little that was just a little chapter for you my life went whoop yeah, <laughs> my dude. life went whoop yeah it's really your crazy. life went <laughs> yeah like uh i don't know how this happened but recently a bunch of people started adding me from like middle school and high school uh on facebook that i never on and i was like damn people fucking 
went to college and did things with their life and i know one dude just like lives in hawaii on just i don't know what the fuck he does but he just has like a crazy looking life i'm like man this kid sucked in middle school the fuck is going on here that's That's what happens when you take care of education i guess man a lot of like weirdo homeschool christian kids i grew up with because i was like a weirdo homeschooler a lot of those people have like followed me online in the past few years and one of them messaged me like a couple years ago and said that he, he was like hey man i was just thinking about like this memory from high school that i definitely don't remember and he was like just think about how much i love you hope you're doing well and i was like dude i don't think about you i don't remember your last name if it wasn't on your instagram profile i didn't say this back but all i could think is like why are you thinking about me like yeah it's weird it sounds so shitty but it's like we had no connection we never hung outside like it's like it'd be normal if he was like hey man remember that time i know we're not friends just think and it's like yeah dude it's weird how that happens but it's like hey man remember that special connection we had no i don't dude yeah. we never had a connection cart yeah it's crazy man you never know what you mean to people that you don't care about i had a roommate try to sell me amway one time and he'd take me to buzz mill like fucking like 2012 2013 and he was like hey man so you open to working hard and like getting into blah blah, blah marketing and i was like yeah dude as long as it's not some shit like amway and he's like opening up a little notebook and as he's opened up he just closes the back he goes it's amway and I was like, oh, yeah, dude, that's a scam. And he's like, Amway is not a scam. He's yeah, like, I dude. saw people with Ferraris, yeah. Mustangs. And I was like, oh, you're dumb, bud. You're well, dumb. Hey, yeah, check it out, man. I'll sign up for yours if you sign up for one set of my Cutco knives. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the Just same fucking thing. Full fucking yeah. circle. Man. I'll trade you a LuLaRoe account. For your- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude. Homeschool moms go crazy for essential oils. And that's what, like, every homeschool mom and, like, drug addict that became a hippie, they all want to sell MLM fucking essential oils now. And my mom likes essential oils so much. Oh, yeah. It's the same thing. It's all just witchcraft. Yeah. Fucking, my mom likes essential oils so much. She bought in to the market, to the MLM marketing scheme as a rep, not to sell just because she wants those prices on oils. That's so She's funny. so sold on the pyramid scheme. She's like, oh, I let them make money off me. I just lack the oil. She likes the product. That's so crazy. Insane to me. I'm like, you are. She's like, I don't have a downstream. I would never let myself get a downstream. I'm like, you're a part of someone's downstream. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah, she, she supports the pyramid. She loves it. Pyramid schemes are really crazy. My friend tried to get me into one like last year. There was like some, because there's like this one thing that uh, a lot of like immigrant families do where it's like, let's say you have four families, right? And one month, everybody puts in $300 except one family. Mm-hmm. And then that that family who doesn't gets all the money that month. And then it just rotates, yeah. right? So everybody's, it's give and take. The airplane game. Yeah, exactly. So you, you're, you're giving in, but you're always gonna get back. Mm-hmm. Well, it was essentially set up to look like that, except you to get to the next level out of owing, you had to get X amount of people signed up. Yeah. So you could just, a, a, pretty much get stuck like having to put in all this money yourself every month until you get more people. And so I told her, I was like, yeah, this is a pyramid scheme, you know this, right? And she's like, no, it's just like how families are. I'm like, no, except, except that you are required to get X amount of people or you're not gonna get your money. I'm like, this is an absolute pyramid scheme. And like a week later, she was just like completely withdrew from it, took all her shit offline from it. Cause I was like, yeah, dude, you definitely owe money to a yeah. pyramid scheme. Yeah. yeah, there's fucking a lot of them. It's almost like there isn't a, uh, like a secret to getting rich. You have to exploit someone. Yeah, it's like there's yeah, no yeah, se- yeah. you have to exploit someone. For there's sure. no special little trick there. Man, what's wild is like it's mostly like I only know of about Mexican families doing like the airplane game. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like it's money management because it's families you know and you th- it's going to be a continuous. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? It's like 
it's not a scam. It's literal money management. It, yeah. You're getting the same amount you're putting in. You're just, you know what I mean? Because if you do that, exactly like you're saying, like four families, 300, you do that for a year, everyone's yeah. given and taken the same amount. Exactly. They just manage money together exactly. in a way that is difficult to do. You know, when are you going to fucking have triple the amount that you have? Exactly. It just makes sense. Exactly. But like when you put in like a revolving door like that where you can buy in or out, it's like, oh, so a scam. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but yeah. What's weird is I only know about Mexican families doing the airplane game. Is it a, like a thing that's popular in Mexico? Uh, yeah, and then like a lot of immigrant families do it too. Just like, immigrants just small, in general? Yeah, small communities and shit. Bet. Yeah, they'll do that too. I know it as the airplane game. That's how I know the name of it. You guys know that term? Yeah. Sure. Airplane game is the one I know. But I think of it like airplane seats where everyone has like a certain amount. You put that money in and one person leaves. And Yeah, exactly. Man, I don't know where I learned that concept from though. Yeah, we should... I was born with it. God just gave me that knowledge at birth, like how birds know to fly yeah. north. Probably used to do it with drugs when I was little with weed, you know, like one homie puts in or a couple <laughs> people put in, you don't, but then the next time it just rotates, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Man. Same thing. That's how I learned economics. Macroeconomics was all yeah. about how much we can break down an eighth for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, seriously. If I didn't know, if I ever sold drugs, I would not know how to do any sort of math. Yeah. Yeah, shit's amazing. That's wild. It's <laughs> weird when you think about how much because like you're like I'll, I'll like think about weed right i'm like oh an eighth is forty dollars and i'll be like what's an eight times four? Oh, three hundred twenty dollars and then it's like oh what's that times eight and it's like damn does that make pounds of weed worth five grand and you like do all the <laughs> math on that and it's like oh no it's because all the labor you have to put in to break it down yeah definitely. and it's like i'd rather just sleep or i look at sugar if i'm reading a label on something i look at sugar converted into weed i'm like damn there's an ounce of sugar in this and it's fucking crazy <laughs> it really fucks it. it really puts things in perspective yeah that's funny the only way i can do grams and ounces is by doing the 28 yeah same way i do it all the time yeah i feel like there's probably a better management that we would have learned <laughs> <laughs> we just know that one metric as how to yeah that's most people though every uh, they should definitely teach kids how to sell drugs in elementary school just as a learning we need to get you on but, that yeah i should be a teacher we got we got to teach drug selling <laughs> <laughs> dude if hey, i was a substitute up? teacher yeah exactly it'd be cool to be a substitute teacher and just fuck with kids all day and just make fun of them that's what they do yeah and my my friend is a actual teacher and all he does he has a secret instagram where he just makes fun of kids all the time and it's one of the most fucked up things i'm like dude you're gonna get fired one day until then this is hilarious but dude he'll just like sometimes like kids will be eating and he'll just get their get their tray of food and just go throw it in the trash that's so and i'm funny. just like yo what and he's just like nah it's all good i gave him a lunchable afterwards i don't really care he's just like or he'll just like sometimes they'll be building this crazy lego thing is like did you make this i'm so proud of you and then he'll just like destroy it <laughs> and he's like now this is a lesson in how things change and like and like dude he'll just like he's a fucking maniac and i was like this is one of the funniest things i've ever seen him I'll, I'll like cry laughing at it almost daily it's crazy that's so good yeah my sister was a teacher or my sister-in-law was a teacher in compton and like she said she posted a photo on facebook one time of the bathrooms where it's just like how it looks in like army barracks where it's just two toilets with nothing in between facing each other and it's like that's how the kids poop there <laughs> facing off <laughs> just like like they're doing an arm wrestling competition but she would like because she's taught junior high yeah. but junior hires in poor neighborhoods they're 15 16 year olds yeah like the, it's a different rate based on economic levels sure. across the country so like junior hires there will be like oh an 11 year old and it's like then the kid that drove to school and smoked cigarettes <laughs> and it's like just the weirdest environment that they're all in the same class it's like Dude, being a teacher sounds horrible. Yeah. I would act the same way as your boy. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. 
14 i'm 14 years old reading dr seuss <laughs> yeah that's one, one of my favorite insults is telling someone damn that guy looks like he was in third grade twice it's <laughs> one of my favorite ones man when i was in kindergarten they had us do this thing where they're like cut out the stuff you like from these magazines and make like a collage of like who you are and i just cut out photos of all women and so they were like, ooh, what's going on there? And five-year-old me, I was like, I can't help it. I love women. And they were like, oh, okay, that's kind of tight, but still like weirdly horny for a five-year-old. Still like too horny for you little like fucking Lolita. What are yeah. you doing? <laughs> too fucking horny. They didn't hang that one up in the hallway, did they? They were not. My mom told that story for years until like, you know, became a man, started trying to <laughs> nail chicks in her house. And it's like, that's not funny. <laughs> Dude, elementary is fucked up. I remember I was, uh, they made me be Santa in the school play because I was the fattest kid. And it was just crazy because I didn't realize till later how insane that was. I was like proud and as a kid, I was like, oh, this is cool. And then later on in life, I was like, man, that was fucked up. In high school, I was in a play that my, like my drama teacher and the high school class wrote and I played Michael Phelps. But if Michael Phelps got too scared to swim but still ate 10,000 calories a day and got <laughs> obese overnight. And it was like, yeah, I'm 16. And or I was 15 and it was just like the whole thing was like and this is Michael Phelps and I would come out with clothes that are like barely fitting and then the whole high school would laugh and it was like yeah this is sick <laughs> this is for sure good art yeah this, this is good there's one girl crying in the corner that's me I'm the girl crying <laughs> in the corner I'm the fat girl crying <laughs> in the corner you want to try another call yeah hey how you doing today I'm doing good. You know how your little ice kind of looks like rabbit poop, like that size of ice? Sure. What is that type of ice called? Uh, usually we call it pellet ice. Pellet ice. What's it made of? Uh, water and freezing the water. Well, how you get it looking like pebbles then? Uh, honestly, I don't know. Our machine does it. But what does it do to make the ice tiny? Because when water freezes, it's really big. Well, I mean, it'll probably have, like, specialized holding places where it does the ice like that. Yeah, but when you freeze it, it's just going to get big. So how does it do it? I don't know. All right. What do you guys mix with that blue juice you got got in there, minting all type of nerds and stuff in that soda pop? Oh, yeah. Any type of sweet juice, any type of nonsense, you mix it around in the ice, you make it blue, you got the red straw, stir it around. Oh, yeah, for sure. All, all types of juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that uh, 100% above the board there, above the table, on board there? I'm sorry, what was that? Uh, I've never worn an apron when I've walked up to someone, but I have nodded in a way of respect. But how many different colors of juice and soda pops do you guys have? The whole dang rainbow? Wow. Now, what's the most terrifying thing you've seen in real life? Not in a movie or on the internet or anything. In real life? Mm -hmm. uh, that's a good question. Thank you. Did you go to high school? No. I didn't I either. Middle school. I went to middle school, but uh, I didn't do a high school or anything. High school was kind of scary, so I was just like, I'll, I'll skip it. What'd you do instead? I went to college, and then I was like, I don't need high school. I just need college. What'd you do in college? I don't know. I was just there. I, was, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Does anyone really know what they do in college, though? Man, I took geology in college, but one time I showed up for class kind of drunk. Oh, oh, what 
I didn't get in trouble or anything. I just remembered the teacher kind of noticed. And I was maybe, I, I was in college maybe like when I was like 17 years old. Not in like a baby genius way. It was just community college. You could just go. If you signed up for a class, you pay by the credit. Man, that's what's up. Yeah. What city are you from originally? Originally, I'm from like, uh, what's that one city in Hawaii? I forgot the name of it. It's some city in Hawaii. You didn't forget the name you're of the city you're from. You forgot the name of a lie you wanted to tell, didn't you? <laughs> I mean, it was so long ago. It was when I was, like, born. Oh, uh, what city did you grow up in, though? Half. What city did you grow up in? Like, did you spend your formative years in, you think? Mm, I think that was uh, Houston, Texas. Oh. What part? Okay. Okay. What would you say your number one goal in life is? Mm, just to uh, always keep pushing, no matter what, and uh, just be successful as I can be. Man, that's good. What does success look like for you? What is what? I'm sorry. What does success look like for you? If you were to say this is a successful life, what would that successful life kind of look like? I don't know. I think successful life is uh, as long as it makes you happy. Yeah. What's the one that makes you happy is what I'm asking. I don't know, like, what I feel like in a, you know, like, some years down the road, like, have a nice family, you know, provide for them, make sure my kids and my wife are all good. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a successful life. You kind of have a provider goal. Yeah, yeah. Well, right on. Man, that's good. Do you have a favorite band or musician that you've been listening to a lot lately? Good. Good. Yeah, well, God told me to call you today. Oh, uh, really? I think he's been trying to reach out for me for a while now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he asked me, he said, Satchel, give him a ring. And I I knew exactly who to call, and he said, you're going to talk to a provider, you're going to talk to a man's man, you're going to talk to a tough guy. Dang, he really got that on the nose, huh? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He said he's got one twos, he got three fours, and he's about to get 36 inches on his four-inch lifted truck. Yeah. So what do you want God to do in your life? Man, I don't know. I feel like I've been disconnected with him, and I think I want to reconnect back with him. Well, I'm giving you an opportunity to right now. Dang. Hold on. Give me one second. Yeah. Do what religion should I convert this guy to? Yeah, Scientology. Okay. <laughs> I don't know enough about Scientology. You think I could do LDS? Well, I don't. What if he is LDS? I don't know. What religion? <sighs> what religion is like a monotheistic God? All I know is like Islam, Mormon, God. I said God. Yeah, well, I, I wanted to know. I wasn't so much a question. I was telling you, you know, you kind of have an opportunity to connect with God right now if you want to take it. I think I'm going to just hold off just a little bit longer on that. I, I just got some a little bit more stuff that I want to get uh, focused on in my life. That sounds like someone that wants the wrath of God. Maybe just a little bit. Maybe just a little bit. Wow. You, you a glutton for punishment? 
happens. One time a buddy of mine said that suffering is the thing that unites everyone because we all have a shared experience of suffering. I said, that shit sounds dumb to me. Yeah. Well, uh, I got to get back to uh, doing my thing. You have yourself a great day, sir. Do you want me to call back in a few minutes and kind of wrap this up? Mm, I think it's pretty much wrapped up now. Okay, you want me to call back tomorrow and wrap this up? I mean, maybe, yeah. Okay, well, can I ask you one more question? Yeah. What change are you going to make this week to head towards your goals more directly? What What are you going to prioritize? What are you going to prioritize to make a step towards the change that you want to accomplish in order to be the provider that you want to be? I mean, if we're not talking specifics, then just keep working, working hard and working a lot to uh, keep pushing up and trying to move up in the ranks of uh, employment. Kind of like a long-term goal kind of thing. All right. Well, what about a specific thing you're going to do this week to kind of change the trajectory that you're headed on and get closer, one step further, one step closer to being the provider that you you, you told me is your number one goal to be? Man, that's a good question. I think I'm about to think on that one. Well, I think you've done a lot of thinking, and it's time to take that thinking and turn it into action. I think it's easy to make plans, but it's a it's a whole lot harder to make steps towards them. That is true. That is very true. But you know what's even worse is taking the time and looking back on all the time that you could have spent working towards your goals, and instead you thought thinking about them, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when's the best time to plant an apple tree? You know, ten years ago because you'd be eating apples by now. <laughs> yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I gotta I kind of gotta wonder how long are you gonna wonder when's the best time to plant your apple tree? Yeah, I think you should give me a call back. Absolutely, that's what I've been telling you. I, I think you should give me a call back, and we should wrap this up. All right. Do you want my direct? Do you want my direct line? Uh, I can find it. I don't think you can. I can. I know. You're gonna fill. You're gonna fill a lot of time with excuses instead of doing. Probably. Do you smoke weed? Really? You should start. Oh, I should? Yeah, if you're just going to live like this. That's a good idea. I love smoking weed. I'm pretty much all I do. It's like my whole personality. <laughs> People ask me what I do. I just say, ah, I smoke mad weed. What about you? And like half the time, they just kind of bump it and they go, oh, tight. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh... I didn't smoke weed until I was uh, 19 years old, though. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, I grew up really religious, and it's not to say that I'm, like, anti-religious or anything like that. I just always thought that smoking weed was bad because of the environment I grew up in. And then I smoked it, and I was like, oh, I like this a lot. Yeah. I was like, this actually feels good, and it makes my brain feel good. That's very I don't like. I think other drugs are going to be pretty bad for you, though. I don't know a single other drug that I'm like, oh, that's good. I don't even think weed's good. I just think it's fun and not dangerous. That makes a lot of sense, though. 
My favorite thing is when people say that weed is a medicine. I'm like, yeah, what's your disease being good at stuff? Come on. Like, if if you need weed as a medicine, it's because you're too fast and too good at something. They're like, hey, slow down and be dumber. It's like, oh, I got the medicine just for you. Yeah. When was the first time you smoked weed? I never did. That's so good. Is there a reason that you chose not to? Uh, not, I, don't, I don't know if there's, like, a real reason. It's just that, like, I've never been, I've never seen that stuff as, like, something I want to ever really try. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't prioritize it. I, I I think that, you know, you obviously need to prioritize other things first. But keep an open mind to it. You know, don't don't demonize it, but also don't, you know, put it on a pedal stool. But obviously you got other goals that you need to be working towards first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all do. I, I think one of the easiest things to do in life is to kind of put things on the back burner because survival seems to be number one priority, right? It'd be so much fun to make art and make love all day, but we got to pay rent, right? We got to register our cars. You know, there's so much to the nitty gritty of survival that kind of just erases all the things that we love to do or maybe that we wanted to do. And it kind of justifies, you know, not focusing on the things that might make you happy in the long run, including our own health. I mean, I mean, how many people eat unhealthily because of the convenience of eating out or the, you know, the 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 time constraints of being able to make your own food or you know source your own food that's like fresh i mean how much of our life is not even just trying to survive it, it, it it's just kind of getting by yeah so i'm kind of wondering what you're ready to commit to god right now financially mm. i'm gonna ask you for a 50 dollar pledge right now I'm going to ask you for a $50 pledge. I'm going to ask you for $50 right now to show me that you're willing to take the next step. Give me $50 right now. I'm good. Right now. Nah. Give me $50 right now. Have a great day. $50. Give me $50 right now. Give it to me right now. Wonder, 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 wonder